What's up? What's up? Greetings, fellow conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Welcome to an impromptu Sunday stream. Don't normally do these on weekends, but you know, there's so much stuff going on and so many fun things to talk about. I figured why not? So Welcome, everybody. Shout out to you guys on DLive, on Foxhole, on Twitch. We'll probably have a small crowd here this morning, but you guys know I'll download this and rip it, upload it to the channels. Uh, hope you guys are having a good weekend. We're rocking the rocking the specs in this stream. Happy spring equinox, too. It's finally spring. Uh, man, we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Hope you guys are excited for that HBO Q doc that's coming out this evening. 9 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, yeah, I might even sign up to HBO just for the next couple of weeks to check that out. We'll see what it's like. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, hope you guys caught my latest video that I uploaded to the channels, too. I was going over John Ratcliffe's statements on UFOs that he made on Fox News on Friday night. Pretty incredible stuff. And uh, anyway, let's go ahead and get to it. I'll bring up the articles here, and we'll start going. So... We've got HBO featuring their Q-Doc front and center. Front page, Into the Storm, premiering tonight. And we'll see, man. We'll see what it's like. You know, I'm not automatically going to shy this away just because I haven't seen it yet. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to throw it under the bus. But, of course, it's on HBO. I don't expect it to be anything uh, all that truthful. Really, it'll probably have its own spin, its own agenda. But, you know, I think it's just going to boomerang. They can try to put whatever spin or angle on it they want. But uh, all in all, you know, when you look at it from the bigger picture, it's going to make people more curious. It's going to get some people researching. And it's just the nature of things that eventually they'll start finding some things that are a little more truthful instead of, continuing to gravitate towards the uh, mainstream sources. So we'll see. I saw in the trailer that they used a quick clip of me in there. So I have no idea if I'm going to be uh, <laughs> how much or if I'm going to be featured in it. But oh, we'll see. I like how HBO uh, discusses it, too. They're calling it a six-part documentary series charting a labyrinth journey to uncover the forces behind QAnon a movement fueled by conspiracy theories that uses information warfare to game the internet, hijack politics, and manipulate people's thinking. Well, I mean, that's not all that far from the truth. I mean, depends on how you look at it. Like, sure, the Q movement is using information warfare to uh, game the internet, I guess. Hijack politics, sure. Politics needs to be hijacked. Let's be real. <laughs> And uh, I guess you could say it is manipulating people's thinking. That's not inherently a bad thing when you say that. There's a whole lot of people out there that don't think or they think really dumb thoughts. And in some way, they do need to be manipulated, right? So we'll see. We will. Uh, we'll see. But I do find it intriguing seeing the mainstream media's reaction to it. There's been a few articles in the media past couple of days where they're giving it their reviews. I guess they're getting early showings of it, putting out their reviews, and they don't seem to like it all that much. This particular one says, uh, Q into the storm gets lost in details, misses the big picture. HBO doc focuses on QAnon, but fails to ask or answer the most important questions surrounding the conspiracy. 
And they say that's apparently who Q exactly is. Which, a few days ago, the media was writing a bunch of articles saying that Ron Watkins is behind Q, and that's what this documentary exposes. Uh, doesn't look like that's the case at all. It looks like it kind of leaves it on a cliffhanger. And, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, when we got the very first trailers of this documentary that came out, the media was not happy with it. They were saying that it makes it too mysterious. It makes people too, you know, curious as to what it may be. So seeing the media's reactions from this, it's kind of like you wonder, you wonder what context this doc is really going to give us. And then Ron Watkins as well, he actually denied that he has anything to do with Q. So the media in the last few days were completely taking things out of context, completely spinning the story, trying to paint Ron as being behind it, when clearly that's not the case. And even Ron Watkins put out on Telegram, uh, this is his official Telegram account, CodeMonkeyZ, as opposed to a shitload of fake Telegram accounts that are out there. Gotta be... Got to be careful on that platform. There's so much bullshit on Telegram. But anyway, Ron Watkins did put out this statement. I've noticed that the fake news media is falsely reporting that I am Q. It's simply not true. Here are the facts. I'm not Q. I've never spoken privately with whoever's on Q, and he doesn't know who is behind it. So, yeah, we'll see. We will see. Moving on from that, let's talk about the uh, big story of the morning here. So, ja Jason Miller is his name. He is a senior advisor to President Trump. He was on Fox News this morning saying that DJT is going to be returning to social media within the next two to three months with his own platform. And he said it's going to completely redefine the game. It's going to get millions and millions of people on it. He said he said tens of millions of people. So this is big. This is big news. I'm definitely excited for this one. Let's hope you can have some sort of like troll mitigation on this freaking platform like you can block the bots a little bit easier and you know there's a few questions in my mind we've heard mike lindell in recent days saying that he's coming out with his own platform he already has a name for it too called vocal and he's saying it's a like a hybrid twitter youtube so are we going to get sort of competing platforms between mike lindell and what trump puts out uh that could be a bad thing, or that could be a good thing. Competition is good sometimes. It helps breed better abilities, helps breed excellence. So we might have multiple platforms to choose from. Nevertheless, I think Trump's platform is going to be great. That's going to be a platform where it's it's a good thing to have a blue check mark, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing on there, and we'll see how much they develop it. I mean, if they can come out with videos along with written content that you could post on there, and heck, maybe even have some sort of promotional or sponsorship function or monetization function on there. I mean, the sky's the limit, really. All of us are desperate. We are desperate for a platform where we can say what we want to say, say what we need to say, uh, promote ourselves or our brands on there freely, not get these cancel culture assholes like Media Matters trying to get us banned from it like they do all the other platforms. So We'll see, but I am stoked for that. And uh, once that comes out as well, I mean, this is such an important step before any other big things happen that the White Hats might try and pull. Communications are essential. We need a place that is 
secure and that we where we can talk and share information before any other big things happen, you know, in our society. So this is actually a very pivotal step before anything else occurs. Moving on from that, let's talk about John Ratcliffe, former DNI, talking about UFOs on Maria Bartiromo's show on Fox News on Friday night. Some real big statements he made. Um, you know, I put out a video about this, discussing, analyzing his statements, going a little bit deeper dive into them. You can find it on my uh, Rumble, BitChute, etc. So I'm not going to talk about this too much here, but very intriguing. Gives a lot of credibility to the issue in the eyes of the mainstream, eyes of the normie. So we'll see what happens in the coming weeks and months as we get a supposed UFO report coming from the Pentagon, from the intelligence community. I don't expect it to be all that deep, but this is a long game. This is a marathon, and you know we'll see what comes of that. Next subject, let's talk Rich Grinnell. This was just hilarious yesterday. So if you typed into Google, who is the president in 2021, or even if you just typed in uh, Richard Grinnell's name, this is essentially what came up right here. Uh, it said he was the president of the United States. It actually gave three responses when you typed into Google, who's the president in 2021. It said Trump, it said Biden, and it said Rich Grinnell. Who knows what really happened? Could have been some search engine malfunction or somebody just trolling us, messing with us. I'm not looking too deep into whatever the heck Google brought up. But the absolutely funny part of this is Rich Grinnell's responses to it. So I guess once he found out, he's totally started trolling on Twitter. He said this right here. I will run up the stairs without tripping and then announce a plethora of executive orders. Stay tuned. <laughs> and that's just great. And then on Twitter, he was giving out his executive orders. I hereby order a liquid natural, uh, liquid natural gas LNG terminal to be built ASAP on the West Coast, preferably in California. That's where he lives, California. I hereby order multiple desalinization plants to be built in California. It's gold. And actually, we heard Rich Grinnell possibly thinking about running for governor of California uh, pending this recall effort of Gavin Newsom. So that would be great, man. I would think about moving to California if Grinnell was governor there. That'd be a hell of an upgrade. I'm a big fan of Grinnell. I think he's awesome. And, you know, I'm a little biased. He retweeted me one time. So, you know, I got the Grinnell retweet. That was awesome. So that'd be great. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be awesome? if Grinnell became Trump's vice president? Like, what would what would all the left-wing progressive people out there do? They would have such a meltdown. Like, ah, first gay individual as vice president, but do I support him because he's conservative? It'd be like, you know, total meltdown. And total meltdown for half the world, too. Like, that, that'd be sweet. So, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on from that. Let's talk what's next. Biden's trip. Biden's fall. Biden's, oh man, stumbled down the stairs. <laughs> oh, it's gold. And you, when you actually look at the difference between international media and American media covering this thing, light and, night and day difference. So you can see the American press here, not a peep, not a word, not nothing, nowhere. I mean, the only place you heard about this was on social media from people posting it on their accounts. Nothing in the press, as opposed to when Donald Trump merely 
took a tiny little misstep going down a ramp at West Point one time. All over front page of the media saying his health was in decline, all that sort of crap. Nothing in the press, but the international media, British British press here, front page, every single website, and really making really making Joe Biden look like a fool. It's a night and day difference. But my gosh, the memes that came from this, they're still coming too. I'm still finding memes this morning that are brand new that people are making, and they're just gold. They're gold. And speaking of this story on social media, Instagram was removing it from people's profiles over the weekend for their claiming violence, incitement of violence. Not kidding. Instagram removing this because of incitement. You know, and that's interesting because, remember, right when the story was breaking of Joe Biden uh, slipping down the stairs, it wasn't like 15 minutes later that Facebook and Instagram, even WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger, everything associated with Zuck went down around the world for a solid, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes before it came back up. So, coinkydink, I don't know, but can't believe incitement of violence. Are you kidding me? Why don't you why don't you remove the stairs from Air Force One? That's violence right there. Okay. And speaking of Biden, speaking of our illegitimate president, found these interesting tweets over the weekend of somebody in their VA clinic, apparently, and uh, some other photos of people on their Marine base, too. Looks like Air Force base there. They were noticing on their chain of command board. So apparently a chain of command board is something that you often see in military places that designates the chain of command for that particular base. So you can see this example here. This one has, uh, this one looks like it was from, you know, before 2016, but it has Obama. Then who's that? Chuck Hagel, Secretary of Defense at the time. So it's the chain of command board for that particular uh, brigade or command or what have you. Looks like we've got multiple instances of chain of command boards not having Biden there still. Like this person posted, it's been months. It's been months with no updated photo of POTUS or illegitimate POTUS Biden there. So just another example of what the heck's going on, of you know who's, who's really in control. I'm not all that familiar with chain of command boards, but I was told about them by people who look at them all the time. And they said that they're updated within 24 to 48 hours. Like it's not, it's not all that much time goes by before new photos get up there. We're two months in no picture of Biden and shout out to uh, monkey works on YouTube and also major Patriot on gab. I saw a major Patriot post a screenshot of a monkey works video where still we're getting flights of air force one of Joe Biden on his presidential plane, and it's not having the call sign of Air Force One, which no matter what plane the president of the United States is flying on, the call sign is supposed to be Air Force One. Still getting flights, still no official call sign being reported on public flight trackers. So what the heck's going on? I I, I don't know. I'm not going to go overboard with speculations here like some people do, but evidence is mounting up. It's something weird. 
Something weird's happening. All right, moving on from that. Let's go into, let's see here, Arizona. So the Arizona State Senate has announced that they're going to hand count 2.1 million Maricopa County ballots in the presidential race. So this ain't done. And this was the state where Joe Biden had claimed to win it by 0.3%, was it? 0.3%. So a hand count could massively change the results there. I mean, this isn't done. You know, this isn't done. Let's still hold the line. There's still a huge story to be told about the 2020 election. You know, everybody's thinking 2022 or 2024. They got their sights set on the future, but screw that. We, we still got issues to resolve right now. And crazy enough, Trump shared a statement on Save America 45, you know, his official press releases that he's doing on his official website. He shared a statement over the weekend just laying it into the New York Times because the New York Times is trying to uh, put out some stories ripping Republicans that are still talking about the election fraud. So Trump puts out a statement ripping into the New York Times and multiple times within this statement, it came out just yesterday, he said the election was rigged, illegitimate election, uh, election fraud. And look, all those statements are capitalized too. election fraud. Election was rigged. Illegitimate election really makes you highlight those. So looks like he's still got his mind on that. I mean, it doesn't look like the fight's done. So we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens. And then also on that note of Trump, Mar-a-Lago partially closing due to COVID outbreak. Or at least that's what we're told. That's what the official story is. But, you know, <laughs> it's the nature of us to question. It's the nature of us to say, is that really the truth? Could this be cover for something? Are they just trying to tighten security down there for whatever reasons? So they're using the, the COVID excuse to shut it down, lock it down for a few, few days or a few weeks or what have you. Who knows? But heck, eyes on. Next story, let's get into DeSantis. Speaking of Florida, DeSantis saying no to vaccine passports. That's a huh, very good thing there. You know, it's uh, it's pretty much political suicide for any politician to merely whisper or hint at any sort of vaccine skepticism. So when Trump is out there promoting vaccines, I'm not I'm not looking too much into it. You know, anytime he's promoted vaccines over the last year, he quickly talks about therapeutics afterwards. He quickly tries to change the subject. You know, he didn't want to promote vaccines and like the media and all the hyenas out there were trying to gaslight him into doing it, and like pressure him into doing it. So he kind of did on Maria Bartiromo's show, but, you know, not really. Anyway, DeSantis saying no to the vaccine passports. So that's a good thing. And he's saying no to mandatory. I mean, which essentially vaccine passports is a way of making vaccines mandatory while not making it officially mandatory. It's their little sidestep way of doing it. So shoot, how many people are freaking moving to Florida? It's nuts. Flynn did a recent, recent interview. General Michael Flynn said he's moving to Florida. 
dude, I've got, I've got a handful of friends that are all moving to Florida. It's <laughs> their tourism is going to spike. Their economy is going to, going to do some good after that. There in FL, all the other states with their lockdowns still are going to be struggling, struggling. Shoot, we got somebody in the D Live chat saying they're moving to Florida in May. <laughs> uh, I'll have to visit. Maybe I'll have to visit soon. So, other states though, like Oregon, apparently health officials there are proposing making the mask mandates permanent. I kid you not. So they've got little tricky wording in some of the uh, proposals they're bringing out. And they're saying that the rule must be adopted as a permanent rule. Its purpose is to address the pandemic. And, uh, you know, they intend to repeal it when it's no longer necessary to address the pandemic, which is so open to interpretation. I mean, we know these guys are dragging it out as long as they can. Two weeks to slow the spread turned into over a year now to slow whatever the hell and it's just bad it's just bad oh man sorry yeah a lot of people don't have much love for kate brown the governor of oregon i don't either or the governor of my current state washington jay Inslee. god these uh these west coast states are really gonna have a hard time if they're going to continue dealing with their local and state governors. Well, let's move on from that. Let's talk about, well, I guess another governor in a blue state also not having a very good time. This one on the East Coast, though. Cuomo, eighth woman, came forward with allegations against Cuomo. Eighth now. And get this, this is a current aid for him. Current aid. So... You know, you can take what you want from that at current aid. I mean, does she still have her job? Well, that's interesting. But Cuomo is having a bad time. And not just all these aides coming out and former aides with harassment allegations, but he's also got the investigations going on into him over the nursing home deaths. And check this right here. CBS even reporting on that. Like, meanwhile, the FBI is now investigating that, that, that. So... One could say that all these allegations coming out is a distraction from the FBI investigations into the nursing home deaths, but the mainstream media is reporting on them both. And funny enough, over the last few days, I've seen the mainstream media from British media, the Independent, to the Washington Post, to, I mean, this looks like it's local CBS, or is that, yeah, local CBS there. Um they're reporting bad things for their usual left-wing overlords. Like, are, are we seeing sort of a change of face in the mainstream media? Are they actually going to be reporting some truths about the Democrats now? And if that happens, what are they doing it for? Are they just doing it to save face for their viewership? Because CNN's viewership's tanked, what, 30 40% in the last month or two. Are they just doing it for ad revenue? Or is there actually some strings being pulled, patriots in control, making even the propagandist media start to report some truth now? Are those secure drops being handled by somebody else than they used to be? I don't know. But, hey, as long as we reach the, reach the unaware out there, that's all that matters, no matter how we do it. 
And let's move now into last few things. So we're going into the Creepers. I guess we started with Creeper Cuomo. <laughs> and now we're moving into Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil's in the hot seat. So apparently a teen rapper, I'm not familiar with whoever the, this is, but apparently she was on Dr. Phil's show a few years ago, and she then went to a boot camp, I guess. It was a popular boot camp that Dr. Phil sends troubled teens to or something to that effect. I'm just new to this story. I'm not too familiar with it. But this teen rapper is saying that she had a real bad time there. Really awkward time, creepy situation, some alleged abuse that went on there and mistreatment of children too. So... Bad news for Dr. Phil. Uh, yeah. So, hey, I ain't mad. And now let's talk Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates. He did a Reddit AMA and a Ask Me Anything event for Reddit on Friday, completely dodging questions on Jeffrey Epstein. So there was a question that was posed uh, to... Here it is right here to Bill Gates. And uh, it's a pretty hilarious question because you can tell it's <laughs> it's not beating around the bush. Platitudes aside, my question is this. Why were you meeting with Jeffrey Epstein after his first conviction? What could you possibly have to discuss with a prolific pedophile eugenicist? And the funny thing about this is that this question was the 12th most upvoted question in that AMA so Bill Gates definitely saw it and definitely could have answered it, but he decided to answer over 20 lower-ranked questions. So he clearly did not want to answer that one, which was one of the most highest-ranked questions. So, <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh, big Billy. Bad news for him. Nobody likes Bill Gates. Nobody likes that creepy little nerd. Man, I don't even feel bad about that either. And last thing we're going to get into is these worldwide lockdowns. Huge protests over the weekend. They happened in Australia. They happened a lot of places around Europe. Big ones there in London. You can see lots of people with no masks on. This was a like a seven-hour live stream that somebody did of these anti-lockdown protests. Huge, huge event. Awesome to see that happen. We need more of this all over the place. I think in America here, there was one in Huntington Beach, maybe a couple other ones, smaller ones uh, over the weekend too. But obviously we need this all over the place. What we need is flash mobs. Remember those flash mobs? People would like plan them on social media, but do it in secret. And then everybody would meet at a place in public and like do something weird or whatever. Like we need these flash mobs in in stores and malls and and whatever movie theaters and stuff like that around the around the country and people are just taking off their masks that's that's what we need some good old non-violent protesting and people showing others that it's okay it's okay to take off that that face fabric those slave muzzles right and also not get your freaking shots so that's it for this one, guys. That's all I wanted to go through. Quick stream here for your Sunday. Appreciate y'all for watching. 
And uh, if you would like, you know, if you like these videos I do, if you like the, I guess, shit stirring that I do on Telegram and other places, uh, I implore you to help support me on either Subscribestar, you can sign up there, or you can sign up to my jordansather.tv website. You can watch all these videos on there, and you can also find it on Roku. Roku and Apple, if you search Destroying the Illusion, you can find my .tv channel on, on Roku and Apple too. Uh, everybody that signs up to my Subscribestar and jordansather.tv site, you get access to a weekly Zoom call that I do. I do it weekly just for subscribers, and then you get a discount code to my supplement brand and a few other small perks as well. So appreciate all you guys that support. Appreciate all you guys that are here watching live. Make sure you share this video. Make sure you subscribe wherever, wherever you're watching it from. Hit that thumbs up too, and go find me on Telegram, and go find my go find my friend on Instagram too. He's He's got a new Instagram account. You can find links for... For all that stuff, I've just been talking right right below here. So see you guys in the next video. As of now, yes, I'll still be live Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week at uh, 4 p.m. Pacific. So I'll see you guys live tomorrow too. Appreciate you. Take care, everybody.